One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, there's a job on this weekend in, I think, most houses. Tonight is 12th night, Nulig Daman, January 6th, the last night you have decorations on. Never in my house is the last of the lights down before the 6th. I took one Christmas tree down during the week, and I got so depressed when I had it down and bagged and packed it. I couldn't touch another one, and then, of course, we've not been very well in this house, so there wasn't the energy to take the stuff down and declutter, but they've got to come down this weekend. Every corner of the house is stuffed with decorations, toys, presents and wrapping paper left in piles. There's empty roses, boxes everywhere. If you've had toddlers, they're probably drawn on the walls. Basically, the house looks like someone drove through it in reverse. And we're all thinking, where do I start? Of course, if you go to TikTok or any one of those other places at the moment, you'll find decluttering the big buzzword. I prefer to call it tidying. Uh, Anne-Marie Kingston runs White Sage Decluttering in Tonakilty. Also, congratulations, Anne-Marie, the new uh, president of Network West Cork. It is an awful task. We have to try and get the house ship-shape after Christmas. Where on earth do we start? Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and Happy New Year to you and all your listeners this morning. Thank you, and to you, and, and same to you. And again, absolutely, where do we start? I'd always say start, what people usually do and what they don't see the transformations as fast is they start dipping into different rooms. I'd always say stick to one area of the home, PJ, uh, because that's where you're going to see the most impact. Now, obviously, first of all, as you mentioned when uh, in your opening, uh, 6th of January is the time for many who are delighted or maybe might be looking forward to taking down the Christmas decorations, but start obviously with the Christmas trees. So I'd always start like with the Christmas bubbles and go through again like this obviously Christmas bubbles that went up maybe in the storage box that didn't go out this year. Start culling out. I'd always say if there's something coming into the house, something has to go back out because otherwise this is where the overwhelm builds up over over time. So go through the bubbles again. If they're broken, let them go. If there's lights broken that you haven't used in the last say, two Christmases, maybe you're ready to let go. And your case as well change, PJ. So like our styles change, uh, the interiors, and sometimes the bubbles mightn't go with your interiors, and everyone is different. So definitely start there with the Christmas decorations. Start going through, as you mentioned, again, putting all the wrapping paper together, grouping everything. Like a simple tip even for the light. And and a lot of people collect Christmas decorations. My wife, for example, we both do. But she in particular loves to collect Christmas decorations. The house is full of nutcrackers, for example. And every one of them 
is loved. Many of them are old and battered, but yeah. ma- but every one of them is loved. It's hard to make that decision, isn't it? It is hard because, again, clutter is personal, as you mentioned there, to us all personally. It's different to everyone. Some people are very sentimental, while other people have might have very little attachment. Just remember that surround the stuff with things that you love. Not that, and that's the thing with clutter. Clutter is negative energy. So if you use items that kind of say, oh God, I, I don't like that, but I have to display it because my auntie Mary or someone gave it to me. Maybe it's time to let it go. But definitely start, I'd always say with the Christmas decorations, when you're bringing down the Christmas tree, literally bring all your Christmas stuff down from your attic. And that's where you really start, like, you're starting really kind of in, say, November, December, bringing everything down, seeing exactly what you want. I've gone into homes over the years, PJ, with my work, and there could be 20, no word will I, 20, 30 cribs, because they can't find the first one. And again, their taste changes, they would have picked up one, or there's one hidden in the corner of around the um, chimney breast above in the attic. Pull literally everything down and see exactly what you have. And that's where then when you're going out, when you are going out shopping or if you're looking for like a new nutcracker to your collection, see exactly where you're missing. You'll see where there's a gap in the decorations and that's right through the house as well. So that's yeah. where the initials are culling and that you can add then to your collection. Yeah. In in terms of taking the stuff down and clearing it away, I'm a fan of room by room. Start yep. one room, finish yep. that room, move Absolutely. on. Otherwise otherwise you're looking at too much in, in, in one go. Too much, absolutely. I'd always say stick with it. Like even if it's, and I know some like people can get very distracted inside there, but even if it's only setting your phone for ten or fifteen minutes, PJ exactly like you know you'd be surprised after 10 or 15 minutes I know if I have a deadline for a paper article or something to do I'd set my phone for 10 or 15 minutes before you know what you have you know you have 30 minutes you'll build that time up and you'll have an hour two hours done because you have the focus on and that's very powerful when you have the focus on we can take on the world really it's when we get distracted and the phone rings or someone calls and sometimes the distraction can be handy because we're just not in that, we're not in that focus, we're not in that um, mindset for it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be in the mood for it. Fiona was in touch to us, uh, Anne-Marie, she says, PJ, I can no longer walk in my attic. It's a health yeah. hazard, stuffed yeah. to the brim with old toys, old clothes, old buggies. It causes me anxiety. I yeah. need a skip. That's and hoarding. Say, yeah, and that's, it is. Like, I suppose, I look... It's like everything. I've done so many attics over 2022, which is unreal, the amount of attics I've decluttered. And again, it's everything goes up into the attic, PJ. Even during COVID, like, it's out of sight, out of mind. And if we don't use it, I'd say if we don't use it there and then, 12 to 18 months is kind of the deadline. Now, you'll have the exceptions, obviously, if you have kids, maybe you're passing down, say, clothes, or it could be the toddler bed that you don't need for another stage, um, for another few months or whatever. But once you're finished with it, let it go. Yeah. Really sentiment is different. I mean, if, if th- many things have sentimental attachment, particularly for someone who might be gone, mm-hmm. for oh, Agnes said, you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's uh, I, you're, you're completely right. You should dump it. But I imagine I'm speaking here of many, many parents. Mm-hmm. Now, they still have their children's school books. Their children yeah. are 30. I know. Throw out the damn school books, but you can't, can you? You can't, and like, again, it's a process. This is the thing with decluttering, PJ. It's not, it doesn't just, like, start and stop. It's continuous. It's a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly process. You have to keep at it. That's the thing. I always compare decluttering to, like, an onion. 
you're literally peeling the layers back because every time you go back you let something else go and again like I'd always say and just a tip for your listeners this morning is when like when it comes to school books what I do and I used to be that person with two kids I have a 9, 7 and a 21 month old but like I would put those school books up into the attic and then I'd let them go maybe a year, a year later but what I'm doing now literally with the school finishes at the end of June I'm going through the workbooks if, the, if I'll keep obviously like the scrapbooks and bits and pieces but the workbooks straight away I'm recycling them you see otherwise we're only adding to the clutter that's there already and that's interesting call is. yeah yeah Interesting call that's come in there, Anne-Marie. I have a problem with defining what is clutter. If you have the right storage, it isn't clutter. So when is something clutter, and when is it just stuff you don't have the right storage for? Which is a good point. Very good question. So what clutter is, clutter is items that doesn't serve us. We have not used it in the last 12 to 18 months. Now that, obviously, there'll be exceptions, for example, like the funeral clothes, the occasional, the ball gowns, different items like that the Christmas platters that come out ever so often um, or every year so like really and truly it's what haven't you used in the last 12 to 18 months no you have um, touched already on sentimental items but I'd always put sentimental items that you don't need to put on display into a nice keepsake box storage box doesn't have to be anything fancy but it's grouped together I'm all about grouping things together and you see the thing is with houses what I see as well with, with clients that I work with is there's too much storage. See, the more storage we have in the home, the more clutter we will fill in there because it's out of sight, out of mind. So less storage. The key is really to utilize your existing storage to its max. There is plenty of storage in every house. But what happens is we're buying extra storage boxes. We're, we're buying extra, say, um, sideboards, storage units. That will, and that absolutely fills, overflows. That's the problem. It overflows with more clutter. My dad, God rest him, used to say, ah, yeah, more room for rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we need to Unless define what is... Yeah. PJ, I have five adult kids, says this message. None of them live with me. They all have their own houses, and they've all got their crap up in my attic. Yeah. I've asked them for years to go up and clear it, and they won't do it for me. I'm not doing it for them. I refuse to do their dirty work. Maybe when I pass away and they have to sell the house, they won't be long clear in the attic. That's from John. But, I mean, if your adult children are living outside the house, get a skip. Throw their stuff out. Yeah, and I'd always say, look, this is where I suppose there's a borderline with it, PJ. I'd always say, like, skip is really, the rela- in my eyes, the, the last um, resort. But I'd say if the, if the grown, grown adults have moved out, just say, look, and I'm working with clients at the moment who are in this situation, they're literally drip, they're drip feeding it back to them because none of the young people have clutter in their house. But they, you have to sort it now because this is where regret will come in that, look, ma'am, throw out the stuff and I really wanted to keep it. Then yeah. everyone, everyone is responsible for it. We're yeah. all responsible for the clutter in the house. Come back to what you said there about a skip because one thing we have done a couple of times over the years, um, I reckon we've we're here now since 2004 in this house and outside of building and refurbishment and things like that we've got on a couple of occasions we've gone and we've got one of those small skip bags and and we've left it in the drive for maybe a month and we've just thrown every piece of unused rubbish that we want rid of into it it's very cathartic and it's very handy but you say skip is a last resort I would say it's grand for I've had a few um, areas that I have had to get in skips um, 
again, if we're not if you're not located near the recycling centre, I'm very good for and a good advocate for reusing and recycling. To be quite honest, yes. I'm very on about sustainability. So, like, I the, the skips are grand and handy, like for rubbish, rubbish. But I find that there's good stuff going into skips, and that's the thing. Um, like, there's a home for everything. Like, when, when I take away my client's clutter from each of the sessions, I I support the local charity shops in Clannacilty where yes. I'm living. Um, and then if there's any items that are in good condition, I'll get them up at the free page in Clannacilty and get them used. There's okay. a lot okay. of unnecessary stuff being dumped that is in perfect good condition. Like, I had my buggy that I couldn't sell and my travel cart um, that served my three kids over the last 10 years. And, sure. like, my buggy ended up going to um, the Ukraine and there was the Rakatash part went to the Cork Pity Dinners. That's what I'm that's all about. Like, yeah, really, there's, there's people point. out there who will really value and will get use out of them. I go into, this, into recycling centres. There's absolutely... Par- and I'm, I'm they're lucky I'm not pulling stuff out. There's absolutely beautiful buggies and being thrown in there. That that's some that's of the a very good point. That's an excellent point. Lastly, and and briefly, um, with regard to food, because we all know that the fridge freezer at this stage, the fridge freezer looks like a war zone. (laughs) It does like... Where do you start? I'd say start decluttering this, and I'm even doing it myself at the moment. Start decluttering the meat and start using up the meat and the veg and all the bits and pieces um, for the next few weeks and months. Declutter the fridge and freezer before don't go off buying more meat and adding to it start decluttering from there in and that's where you're going to save yourself time, money and energy straight away. Declutter first at home and then when you run low that's where you're stocking up again and you're making up your shopping list and going shopping and topping it up. All right. I'll leave it there for now because uh, we're running out of time. Anne-Marie Kingston from White Sage Decluttering Clonacilty. Thanks, Anne-Marie. It's, 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 it's a nightmare cleaning up the January junk. Staying, though, with decluttering for a little bit on this Friday morning when we all have to kind of look at the state of the house after Christmas and do something about it. And we got some good advice from Anne-Marie Kingston before the news, particularly with regard to the, the Christmas tree and the Christmas decorations and what's left of them and the toys and the Boxes and the stuff that's on the floor and the half-eaten boxes of chocolates that are everywhere, room by room, room by room. And what we do is we go out and we get two big rolls of bin bags and just pack them in each room. And then when every room is done, we head for the attic to Christmas Corner, which over the last number of years has turned into Christmas Avenue. It takes up all one side of the attic, pretty much all one side of the attic, and we just pack in what we can pack in. And yes, we do buy more storage containers every year, and we do buy more boxes and more helium ones. It'll be a fairly difficult weekend, but you will get through it, hopefully, without killing one another. 0818 96 96 96. But we did talk about sentimental stuff. Okay, uh, stuff that you're sitting in the attic trying to clear the attic. You know that there's swathes of rubbish in there, but you you can't, you just can't bring yourself to throw it out. And Elmery, uh, from the Arts House, our own Elmery, was posting about this yesterday on, on her social. Surrounded by stuff, Elmery, that is pure junk, but you just can't let it go. Morning. Oh, wait, 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 wait there now, PJ. One minute. <laughs> One. Who says it's junk? <laughs> it's junk. junk. Not get away out of that. Now, this is funny, actually, because I had no idea you were going to talk about this this morning. And when I was 
actually back on track, hooked up to the chemo yesterday and I was scrolling away through Pinterest and this particular post came up uh, in my feed because my whole feed at the minute is full of January, New Year's resolutions, tidying, clearing up and all that sort of stuff. And the, the post came up, um, what to do with sentimental clutter. And I immediately clicked on it because it's something that I've been kind of not grappling with, but kind of tentatively tiptoeing around with about the last two to three weeks. And in that time, I had put up one or two posts on Facebook where as a teacher, I mean, I have kept every single card practically that a child ever gave me at Christmas or at the end of the year and card, cards from their parents. Oh my God, yes. Like, you know, I'm teacher presence and everything like that brings up a, an annual argument about the pressure on parents buying gifts and things like that for teachers. And you know, teachers will always say, like, presents are lovely and people who go to that bother are just incredible. And, but, you know, there's but, no Emery, what do you but do with cards, 40 Yankee Oh, candles. the cards. Listen, I'm not talking about candles now, I'm talking about the cards that I have been opening in the last couple of weeks as I've been going through boxes and boxes. And I remember every single child that wrote a card and some of them have just made me howl with laughter, reading what Mm. kids would have written in cards uh, and some just like bring a lump to your throat. I remember every single child, some of them are gone well through primary, they're finished secondary, gone into college and some of them were even married at this stage. And I loved reading all those cards again over the last couple of weeks and what I did was I started taking photographs of some of them and sending a note to those parents saying this is coming up in my tidying and thinking of you all blah de blah and you know for those parents for whom I might have a personal number or something like that um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a sentimental one of the articles or one of the terms that came up in that article that I found on Pinterest yesterday gave me a word that I immediately latched onto for myself and I decided I'm not a hoarder I am a sentimental keeper. And there's a difference in that. And I think Anne-Marie kind of touched on it as well a little bit when she was chatting to you there before. Um, The sentimental stuff is very hard to let go of. Now, I've been going through an awful lot of, oh, let me tell you, other boxes now. Pay slips going back to 2002. Bank statements Ah, going back like 10. I know, I know. Listen, just dealing with those, though involves having a shredder at hand and dealing with them at the time and I just ended up gathering them so I have been ruthless with all of that kind of stuff now and you know getting better at organizing my recycling bins and my shredding piles and that kind of stuff um, and that to me is clutter but the sentimental stuff isn't mm. clutter but I I do know there was things in that article and I shared it on my Facebook page yesterday that did resonate And there was one kind of um, quote that was referred to in a TED talk, which talked about the advice to parents would be quite a lot. I can understand what Anne-Marie said about throwing out the workbooks. Get rid of the workbooks. You know, they've served their purpose. They cost a bomb. It's insane how much they cost and all the rest of it, but they've served their purpose. I have my own um, sentimental keeping is I kept uh, a copy that I would have written in when I was, you know, junior infants or senior infants, our news. And I just think it's hilarious reading back, you know, our news, Mandy has new blue shoes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, Marilyn has a baby brother. And you know, all of those things are doty. But I will never throw that coffee out. I will never, ever throw that coffee out. Really? And it's funny, was, we were yeah, up in the attic yeah, tidying up our own attic, and you, you you'll identify with this. You know, I mean, as a, as a teacher, like we have with this big bag of of stuff, and I said, "What's what's in that?" And herself opened it up, and there's copy books from the children, and one one was my my, my daughter's um, English writing book. Now, Gemma's twenty five. She wrote this stuff when she was seven. Bin, I say, bin. Yeah, no, 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 because that's exactly leading into what I was leading on to. There was a piece in that which referred to a TED Doc, which was talking about um, particularly parents and especially mums, right, where you have a child's artwork and the advice from some people would be take photographs of the artwork or take photographs of it and whatever. And how a lot of mums just don't feel that that's the same because we attach kind of the essence of a person sometimes to the object and mm. that mums in particular feel fierce guilt and they had a, another study where they had two groups of mums one of whom had no problem kind of throwing things out and the other set of mums who had huge problems throwing things out but each set whether they found the throwing away or the easy or not each of them felt guilt about the throwing away. And I think it's probably just not letting ourselves sit and have enough time to enjoy or go through the emotion that we attach to each thing. Like, I started attacking the utility room in our house, which has kind of gone like a little bit of a happy dumping ground. And if the utility room is kind of faltering, everything else in the house starts kind of backing up. So I said, okay, that's it. I need clear counter space and all that kind of stuff. Because... PJ, like half the country, didn't we get the air fryer last year? And so that had to find a place on the counter because you're not going to be lobbing that in and out of the cupboard every time. And so things kind of end up um, backing up. And sure, didn't I end up finding utensils that I had bought duplicates of? So like when Anne-Marie said clutter is expensive, that's true. If you can't find something you need, you go off you and you find it again. You know, and that's, that's so true. But the other side of it then is like you compare our kind of culture of... Um, Every shop you go into now has storage boxes, you know, this time of year because we're all at the same thing. But if you look at people like the Scandinavians, they don't have the same culture of materialism and they don't have the same culture of storage in their homes. Like we're constantly looking at every um, home improvement home. And one of the first things everyone has to put in is we need more storage and there's more cupboards. Yeah. And Anne-Marie yeah. was dead right. The more cupboards you have, the more 
you will fill with them. It's so, so true. Like, I wouldn't let Connor put a shed in the garden <laughs> because I knew, never mind the lawnmower, I'd have it filled with stuff in <laughs> two yeah. weeks, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, and, and uh, you, you noted as well books. Now, look, I would be like you here. Oh, my with God. Books. I, the, the attic is full of books, long read, long since mm. read, and they're not going to be read again. Yeah. But I don't part with them. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. And like, and I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of CDs. And now that we have a record player with the last number of years, we're getting more and more vinyl. So books are being moved over and kind of double stacking on shelves to try and make room for records. And uh, like there's there's all of that, you know, um, and I'm loath to throw them out. And I have school books and books I've gathered for every level of class that I ever had. And half of my school stuff is here at home, especially when we were uh, working from home in lockdown and things that I, I still haven't uh, taken back to school. Isn't that the way of it, though? You know, I would, I would never part yeah. with books. I mean, I've I tried to collect more of them, and I have a Kindle to read things on, but there's nothing yes. like actually holding a book in your hand. I remember when we got married first, we were renting, oh my God, PJ, the most amazing house. A lot of people in Toker will know exactly where I'm talking about when I say Firm Bond. If you went up to the top of Sarsfields Road and turned left immediately, mm. almost on the right-hand side, there was an old farmhouse there, stunning house, L-shaped real lead latticed windows mm. it had actually believe it or not um a fully patched cottage that backed out onto the road only the cottage had had a corrugated tin roof thrown over to protect the tap patch and over the decades ivy and everything had grown over that and you'd never see it from the road and i always thought it would make the most amazing artist studios because it was bone dry on the inside and everything that mm. was full of beds, boxes and junk from everyone who'd ever rented the house over decades it was all in perfect condition and everything like that but the house was um, the house was sold after the lady who owned it died and everything in it was practically left intact and the guards in Toker called us one day and they said are you Connor Tallon and do you own Fernbond and it just happened that paperwork with our address on it had kind of still made its way there in between us leaving and moving into uh, our house, you know, the kind of a yeah. changeover of bills. So we got permission from the guards to go and collect the paperwork that was there. All of that paperwork is still here in our house. Ah, uh, yeah. Years later. I know. And But we also found, for example, books that my father-in-law had actually left behind, which we didn't know, so we were very glad to get our hands on them. And then yeah. there was one room. Now, this is probably going off on a slight tangent, but I'll try and make it really short. The lady who owned the house um, moved to London for um, the last, I suppose, half of her life. But she had kept one sitting room downstairs and one bedroom upstairs locked. And they were only ever opened when she came home every summer to visit the house, to pay the gardener and to see the things that she had kept all of those years for sentimental Crikey. reasons. So all her mother's bedspreads, pillowcases, <laughs> laces, doilies, pictures, they were all in the bedroom upstairs. Downstairs, the little sitting room had the most amazing collection of old books and when we went back to the house and the guards had told us we could go in we told them what day we would be there and everything and um, i didn't feel i had the right to move or take any yeah. of those books wasn't your and stuff. I, I wrote it wasn't my stuff but god almighty it killed me to see the state of the place we had been called because there had been a break-in and someone had tried to start a fire and all that kind of thing hmm. and I, I just thought oh my god if there is a fire 
they'll be gone. So I did write a letter to the estate agent at the time that was that had handled the sale and said, look, if the books are being sold, I'd like first refusal. If they're being thrown out, I'd like to take them. And I never heard anything back. And of course, subsequently, there was another, you know, teenagers or whatever kind of got in one yeah, night yeah. and there was another fire and they all went up in smoke. And the inevitable day, happened. The fact that yeah. I don't have enough room in my own house for the books that I have is still not overriding the fact that I would have given anything to take those books with me had I thought for a second that would have been their fate. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm an unashamed sentimentalist, but I am ah, rejecting yeah. ah. the title of hoarder, PJ. I am keeping <laughs> the title of sentimental come, keeper. Come here before I jump to, to another call. How are you, sweetheart? I'm grand. I am um, flying away through the chemo. Um, I had a scan after the third round and they're happy with the kind of reduction in the cancer spread that was there that they couldn't get out in surgery. So I'm over the moon with that. Small blip there with COVID at Christmas, back on track since yesterday. Delighted with myself. Good for you. Love to everybody from the radio family. All right. Yay. Thanks, BJ. Talk to you soon. Cheers, Elmery. That's Elmery Ma from the Arts House on Cork's 96FM and an unashamed keeper of sentimental things. Linda Kenny, are you the same? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, PJ. How are you? I'm all right. Do you, do you keep old programs and old song sheets and old bits of music? And do you? Um, no. Do you know? <clears throat> my mother did actually. I was thinking about you when you were saying about the attic. She did give me a huge bag um, of clippings and stuff from my childhood, which I was thinking, oh my God, like where am I going to put this now up into the attic? But I did go through it and it was lovely to go through it. Um, Yes, I am a bit of a hoarder, but I'll be honest with you, um, I was writing an article on Vera Kyohan, who is a a Marie Kondo um, decluttering expert enjoy your home is the name of her company and I was doing a little um, article on her and she was saying look I think the best way of you understanding what I do is that I like help you so I she said pick a space so my landing I'm sure like a lot of other people's houses is like the landing space for all the crap that gets taken up from upstairs and we had another little spot in another room and every time I would go into the room it actually I felt so irritated because it was just You know, when you have a a space that people just dump in, the the lack of kind of respect for that space becomes sort of infectious Mm. and everyone just leaves their crap there then. And so I said, look, these are my two spaces. And she, the, the logic with which she kind of compartmentalized all the stuff and the speed with which she did it and the way in which she kind of made me address it. It was like, you know, if you were doing, um, an exam and someone said, what, you, what about this and what about... And, and I kind of made gut reaction decisions in the moment that were very yeah. clear cut because I think when... I tried to do a lot of this thing myself afterwards and I, I just found that, you know, I had these moments of, Linda, do you really want to leave that go? Uh, and where would you put that now? Whereas when you have someone kind of giving you a little bit of a, a, a nudge, not a push, a nudge, it actually yeah. makes the process a very... Um, uh, are you not there saying to them, well, you know what, to you, that's a sheet of music no, to me? No, 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 
No, no, no. I'm telling you, like I had those moments in that split second. I actually, uh, uh, first of all, let me say, when we finished the two spaces, which were done in very short space of time, I actually thought the whole landing looked fairly alien because there was nothing on it. And I, I couldn't believe how well I slept that night. It was like as if someone mm. had uncoiled. Oh, my God. You The, the amount of... It's 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 incredible the transformative effect it had on me when I opened my bedroom door and I walked out to a landing that was free of clutter and then I went we actually reclaimed that front bed uh, front room downstairs that had been full of clutter now we use it all the time and and at night when you just want to put it back together it takes one minute to put it back together um, and so I just thought it was amazing and I actually gave myself the gift of three sessions with Vera afterwards because she was saying that you know sometimes people bring her in and they, to do the kitchen and very often you find that things that are in the kitchen should, should be in the utility room and things that are in the utility room she'd be in the garden shed and I was thinking that's so logical so I had decided I'd get her in for the utility room and then I said no I'll get her in for the utility room in the kitchen and 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 um so I actually got her in for three sessions and oh my gosh now I will say there is a moment of intense pain when you take out all so you're talking about duplicates when you duplicate things like you can't find the cleaner so you buy more cleaner well when we took out all the stuff that actually existed under my sink for example (laughs) you couldn't even imagine you couldn't even imagine how long the snake of of products was on my counter and so she, there's a moment where she brings all stuff out of your press on top of your presses and puts them on the counter. Now, that is a painful moment. I'm not going to mm. lie. It's kind of the tipping point moment, right, where you're there and you're going. Now, I could have got to that stage myself and then someone would say, can you pick up blah, 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 and I'd have to leave it all and then you'd be tiptoeing around it for days because you wouldn't have a chance to get back to it. When you give yourself that moment to say, well, look, today is the day I make decisions. She did my kitchen with me and I can tell you now, we as a family have benefited enormously even in that space that space was a great space for it's a big entertaining room and when people would come to our house all the spaces with the clutter I literally would go around with a shopping bag and shove all the stuff into the shopping oh, bag yeah. then bring oh, them yeah. out to the utility room where I'd hide them and my <laughs> husband would go oh my god because it would take weeks to get to that shopping bag because you knew it was only rubbish anyway but now things have a place and I think that's the most important thing things have a place so I like there were spaces now that didn't get the Vera magic and I'm actually going to get her back to do another three sessions um, but I do do believe that the attic is the kind of uh, is the is the tipping point in our house now because you know there are things once once you once you bring people things up to the landing right now there isn't a place for them to go when I get her to do upstairs that's that's going to clear that landing space completely forever uh, but I do feel think? that I do actually because it's working <laughs> downstairs and I even bought I even went so far as to buy a little labeler. And I bought a little carousel for all the sauces in the fridge and I put a little label on little I bought all these containers and so I have a label for cheese and there's a space and the cheese goes back into that because I'm in a house of boys and boys mm. love they love to have the space. And for me, it has made a huge difference to my life. I definitely I, I feel that and my husband came in at one stage um, while we were doing the kitchen and of course I was being a little bit 
clinical. I was making very clinical decisions and he was going, hold on a second, what about this? And I will say this, that really and truly that if you get a declutter like Vera, who is absolutely exceptional, if you get a declutter, it's not about like... Mark was saying to me afterwards, is it like about just getting rid of everything? It's not. She actually says, keep things that spark joy, but like mm. have a space for them, put them somewhere. And and I think for me anyway, what I have now is a functioning space. And like uh, we're so busy in our house. Grand Central Station doesn't even cover it. That mm. having something that functions like that actually helps your well-being it actually helps well it helps me anyway i can tell well, you it's that. funny that you should say that linda because one thing that i've noticed myself over the years is that at night i cannot go to bed on a dirty kitchen yeah and i will spend the evening and i've done this my wife will tell you i've done this at four in the morning well i understand it i understand you know, it yeah but you do i i, I do think you really need everyone to kind of buy into the process. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, for me, there was an element of, like, we we started doing that then, you know, at night. You know, like, when you do a bit of washing up and you leave it on the side of the counter, if you remove that in the morning and there's no clutter in that space, people tend to keep it clean. If there's clutter there, people tend to add to the clutter. That's what I found in our house. I'm not... I'm not preaching to other people and just saying what has worked for us and, oh, and right. definitely definitely there's intelligence in this system you know like now you know even when when all the clutter came down i remember all the clutter from the utility room oh my god what what vera was doing as she was taking the clutter down she was putting them into little bundles even in that moment you could see oh oh and now in my utility room i have containers that say bulbs and I have containers <laughs> that says batteries. And, and you know, so now if I have a bulb or if I need a bulb, I go to the bulb spot because I didn't have a bulb spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> there were bulbs in a kind of general area and now it's actually organized. I'm not saying if you walk into my house that you won't find clutter. You 100% will. Um, but I'm saying that it can be restored very quickly because there's a space yeah. for places. You, you know what you, I mean? If you have a system, my, my wife is big on that, actually. If you have yeah. a system, try to stick to the system. And then once the, there'll always be a little bit of chaos. But if you yeah. try to reorganize the chaos into the system, it'll work. Linda, good talking to you. Thanks. But you said the last one, you said you slept better when the place was tidy. I had okay. mental freedom. It's like as if I was stuck. I'm not kidding. You know, can you imagine? It's it's like as if there was a dam outside your bedroom, and you walked out to the you walk out of your bedroom, and there's there's clear space. Yeah. It's like as if someone cleared your mental space. Do you know what I mean? Because that, 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 that is that is why they call it a landing. Everything lands there. <laughs> there you go. One hundred percent. But listen, <laughs> the best gift I ever gave myself. I can't actually stress that. The best gift I ever gave myself. Happy New Year to you and happy New Year to all your listeners. It's been great talking to you. And you too, Linda. Thank you very much. That's uh, musician and singer Linda Kenny. Thanks. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety. And just want to jump on the bit she said there in the middle a couple of times. Do you sleep better if the place is tidy? Can you relax better? If the place is tidy, are you someone who walks in and says, right, I, I have got to clean this kitchen. I have got to clean this front room. I actually cannot sit and watch Netflix until I clean this room. 
I'm not, by the way. I do like the kitchen clean. That's that's a thing with me. I, I do like because we have a nice white and grey kitchen and it cleans quickly and it cleans easy and it cleans well and I cannot go through it and not want to clean it. But the rest of the oh no, I'd sit there I'd sit there surrounded by junk and watch telly. But Linda make that point. Did you sleep better when the place is tidy? The- Corks ninety six FM Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 